Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Big Q Podcast. This is our second full-length episode. My name is Chansa Schmidt. I'm a current senior studying environmental science. And I'm Owen Hilsbeck. I'm a current senior studying philosophy. And we're here coming to you from the Markulis Center for Applied Ethics to bring you the Big Q Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To open up discussion, we've interviewed students around campus about their opinions and experiences. We want to accurately portray the student experience at SCU with a variety of interviews. We do not agree with all the speakers, and these views do not represent the Markula Center for Applied Ethics. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at bigqpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. So, Chanza, what are we talking about today? Uh, Owen, have you ever heard of this term called the turkey dump? Is that when you, like, pull your turkey out of the oven and you just drop it on the ground on accident? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. But it is Thanksgiving-related. So it's when you go home for Thanksgiving break and break up with your significant other uh, from high school. You've been trying this long-distance thing, and you decide it's definitely not for you. Uh, You want to explore college and um, kind of expand beyond your high school grounds. So yeah, that's why this is mostly seen as a freshman phenomenon. But freshmen uh, kind of contemplating this turkey dump are not the only people thinking about trying to make a long distance relationship work. Uh, Oftentimes people go abroad, uh, you know, junior year is the usual. And if they're dating someone at the time, they're faced with the question, do we make long distance work or not? And why? And because that question is pretty similar to the turkey dump, we're going to be talking about that today as well. Whether it's your high school sweetheart or uh, your college girlfriend and now you're going abroad, um, I think people are very often discouraged about long distance because um, they hear, oh, it's so hard or, oh, um, you know, it's just not the same. And it's true. It's true. It does kind of change the dynamic of the relationship, but it's not impossible. Um, So we've gone out and we've talked to some friends of ours who have done long distance, who have made it through it, who have um, actually found some enjoyment in it, um, and some who have really disliked it. Um, And we've kind of asked them, why? What are the qualities that either really doom a long distance relationship or make it thrive and blossom? You have to be very stable people. Um, I would say... In a lot of ways, I'm a very stable person when it comes to relationships with women. I would say uh, (laughs) there's a a lot to uh, work on. So I think you need to be very stable people. I think you need to have already had a relationship before it goes long distance. Um, You know, before we went long distance, it had been a hookup and a date. So that's just not enough time to get to know someone. date. Yes, correct. <laughs> um, so that that's just not enough time to to get to know someone. Um, mm-hmm. You really need to have a, you need to build a foundation, then have the long distance thing. I remember my folks um, when my parents got together. They were together a few months. I think probably six months. And then my dad went to grad school for a year, and my folks stayed together. Um, and you know, it was it was writing letters. It was uh, I assume sending Polaroid photographs, <laughs> which is what she did in the eighties. <laughs> uh, you know, send a Walkman. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> a Walkman, uh, an old playlist in there. But uh, yeah, so I, I really think you need to have that base 
um, you need a, a incredible amounts of trust. Um, she, I think, was scared I was going to end things with her. And uh, for kind of uh, no real reason, just sort of was an insecurity she had about the relationship. So those kind of random insecurities and random trust issues really can put a burden on it. So I, I would honestly say the biggest like qualities a couple needs to do a long distance thing is an incredible amount of trust. And as I said earlier, you got to build that strong foundation before you go long distance. So our guest just now talked a lot about trust and having a solid foundation to uh, your relationship. And this is something that's really hard to develop while you're abroad because you're just not able to communicate in the same ways uh, you're able to when you're together. A huge part of communication is actually reading body language um, and being able to kind of look someone in the face and kind of see um, how they're doing. You know, you can just see that in someone's eyebrows or um, kind of in their smile or lack thereof. If you're texting, you can't even hear the tone of their voice. Um, so there's so much of communicating that is being lost. Um, and it's really hard to kind of develop a relationship without kind of the key parts of communication. That's right. And so our next guest, this is actually a couple who successfully made it through long distance and all the communication barriers that entails. And they set up quite a foundation before they left and they still faced some challenges, but they were successful. So we'll listen to them. I had the understanding of what her being abroad would mean, like that, that decreased level of communication. Like I, know, like I knew it was not going to be the same, but I knew I was okay with that. And I knew that we would be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So I think if you, if you understand that fact um, and you're, you're prepared in that sense, then I think there's no reason for, uh, for you to get too scared about it or mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. do anything drastic. I think you have to have like a really secure relationship to spend, you know, for, you know, extended amount, amount of time apart because um, I think most of the ones, you know, there were in my program there was you know five of us in relationships and only two of us really made it out okay. Um, another one is um, still together, but they really had some of the issues while they were abroad. And I think the fact that I was so confident that we would be okay and that we were prepared and that we had talked about it and had those conversations, I think really made that time easier whereas I think other people at least from what I observed of those relationships they hadn't really had a conversation or any expectation of what was going to happen. I think before going into a long distance relationship you really have to be in a place with your partner where you are comfortable being honest with each other. Um, you're you have this space, this safe space to open up difficult conversations um, because if you are not face-to-face, -face, if you're not together, if you are in different time zones, it gets harder and harder to start those conversations. Um, and so you have to already be in a healthy enough place to be able to, to go through those difficult times together. That's right. And that's kind of getting at what the other people talked about, our, our guests talked about, and that there needs to be a solid foundation to the relationship. And it's hard to figure out these modes of communication, how to have these conversations if you're doing it while you're abroad. It's much easier to figure these out 
uh, organically while you're together. So I think it might actually sound a little bit repetitive what we're saying, um, but I think really at the core of this, um, having a foundational relationship, having great communication, having trust in each other, um, these are so um, intertwined. You can't really separate those qualities in a relationship, I feel like. Either either you kind of have them or you don't. Um, and maybe there are some places where a relationship is stronger and a little bit weaker, um, but I think kind of the conversation almost becomes cyclical because they're so... Um, they all kind of grow off of each other. So if you're listening in right now and you're thinking, oh man, I don't know if my relationship has the foundation you all are talking about, and you're kind of thinking that it might be best to break up with your long-distance partner, uh, it's a general kind of held attitude that this needs to be done in person, and that's because people that you're so intimate with deserve the dignity of, of having these things done in person. Uh, and if you're abroad or long distance, that can present quite a challenge. I feel like breaking up with someone in a long distance relationship is particularly difficult. Yeah. Um, like, do you wait until you see them again? Yeah. Or do you end the relationship because you know that it needs to end, but then how yeah. do you do it? Um, so what are your kind of going through that experience? What are maybe some of your thoughts on that. I was on the receiving end, which was difficult. Um, so what happened, so the last time I saw her, um, uh, uh, we were good. <laughs> like that, which is so weird about a long distance relationship. So the whole broke, uh, breakup happened over the, <coughs> happened over the phone. Um, so that was very difficult, very confusing. You know, you're, you're, Texting is difficult enough to understand, but like even phone calls can be difficult. You really need to have someone face to face. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to judge her and say she should have waited until we were in person together because I think it, it was important for her that we br broke up immediately. Just a lot of her emotional issues at the time. Um, it, it was just pertinent that she cut things off with me. I, I was just really kind of uh, putting a burden on uh, sort of the progress she was trying to make as a person. Um, so, I mean, best case scenario, yeah, you do it in person, um, you know, you, you really think things over, you have a nice long conversation, but it's tough. I mean, listen, long-term relationships, I mean, they, this is kind of the first generation where it's like a pretty regular thing. I mean, sure, past generations had pen pals, <laughs> but like, that's not, that's just a different level. So, um... Yeah, I, best case scenario, do it in person, but, I mean, it happens, you know, it happens over the phone sometimes, which is tough. It's very, very odd, very odd. Would you maybe prefer to be broken up with, like, over FaceTime or Skype or something? <laughs> As opposed to a phone call? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that's a great question. That's really good. I see why you have this podcast. Um, <laughs> that is the big cue, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I would say FaceTime would be better. I would okay. say that. Um, we never FaceTimed, really. That's a good... Maybe that could have saved oh, it. We just did phone calls and Snapchat. Okay. Maybe I should call her up, try it again. No, I'm <laughs> Something that will always make a breakup more difficult is if it is coming out of the blue for one person. Um, and I think, especially in a long-distance relationship where um, we've already really... 
delved into the necessity of having great communication um, and being honest with each other. Um, And that still stands when you're breaking up with someone. Um, And I think you really, it's so critical that you talk to your partner before it gets to that point. Um, And you say to your partner, there's something in our relationship that's making me unhappy. Um, Let's see how we can handle that. You're right. And I know a couple who did exactly just this. And they're both abroad right now in different countries, uh, but same continent. They're fairly close. And they were having troubles with their relationship. And they decided, instead of just breaking things off right now because it's difficult and they're so far apart, they won't have to really kind of face the realities for a couple of months, they decided uh, that they were going to set a date where they can meet up in person. And they talked about issues in their relationships beforehand that they might want to see improved in the future. And they spent a lot of time thinking about these issues separately on their own, uh, kind of coming up with their own opinions as to uh, kind of the sources of these issues and how they might be able to move forward together. And so before they made the decision whether they should break up or not, they kind of gave themselves a list of things they need to be thinking critically about. And they also said that they needed to do this in person because the relationship was such that uh, it, it couldn't have been ended to them without the, the satisfaction, the dignity of being able to end things together face to face. I think really the key, um, especially if you're going to break up before even starting long distance, is to really think it out um, and to think it out with your partner. Um, and that story that Owen just shared was a great example of how um, they kind of mutually agreed to break up. I know it's pretty difficult and almost sounds ridiculous um, thinking about having a mutual breakup, but the least you can really do for your partner that you've had this great relationship with um, is having sound reasoning behind breaking up or ending um, a currently healthy relationship. The point of going abroad is to expand yourself and kind of look at new avenues and figure out what you like. And, you know, I told her that this was a good way to also get some space in between both of us, which was kind of necessary, I think, at the time. I think this is the most common reasoning for breaking up abroad or for your abroad experience. I don't know. What do you think? I think so too. As I think so as well. For the same reasons people do it before they come to college. You're kind of on a new journey on your own and it's a big time in your life to really establish some independence and figure out what it is to, to live on your own and you figure out a lot of things about yourself along the way. And I think sometimes there's a fear that people are going to grow apart through that experience rather than grow with their partner through that experience. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, I've definitely seen people who try and grow apart instead of grow with each other. Um, and that's that's just difficult. And um, that's usually what ends up to breaking up in the middle of a long distance kind of trial. Um, but I think it's kind of, it can also be a really skewed perspective. Um, just generally speaking, I think it kind of can turn into like, oh, this person's going to hold me back while I'm, you know, trying this new experience. Um, And I think that that is something that you need to really talk with your partner about because if you do have a healthy relationship, then um, they should never be holding you back. Um, 
That's def- like you wouldn't even want that in a friend, you know? And that's probably why it's a good idea to listen less to others and more to your partner because ultimately this is a decision that's for for both of you and it's probably it's going to be hard for other people to understand what goes into your relationship and what goes into your relationship abroad. So ultimately you and your partner are going to know best. I mean, I know I was really nervous leaving for abroad before initially. Um, but when it actually came down to those four months, it really wasn't that difficult at all. And I don't know if that's just a testament to like our communication or the relationship in general. But before I tried to break up with him before I went abroad (laughs) and he said, no, he said, no, we're not doing that because people were really freaking me out. Uh, Vanessa was like, I 100% recommend not being in a relationship while you're abroad. Well, I think Vanessa's boyfriend ended up cheating on her. Yeah, see, that's what, that's what I told Rachel. I'm like, are the people who are telling me this people who have had negative experiences with uh, relationships and going abroad? And, and generally, the people giving that advice were um, or did, did have those experiences. I think it's unfortunate because I think the most vocal people about it are the ones who have had a strong negative experience um, with with that setup. Uh, and so I don't... I, you don't hear as much about the success stories um, as the the dramatic failures, I guess, is <laughs> what I would true. say. That's true. That's a good And so, like, yeah, I guess I, w- I would definitely tell couples making that decision that if you are confident in your relationship, like, it can be done. Don't listen to people <laughs> that just tell you that there's no way, like, you have to break up, like, you're not going to have fun or anything like that. Like, I think if you asked Rachel, she had the time of her life over there. Um, <clears throat> and we were still together. So if you're in a relationship, a long distance relationship, and it's difficult, do not despair because there's a study done by Cornell University that says that on average, people in long distance relationships are more effective communicators. They are really good at planning uh, because they always have to figure out when they're gonna be seeing each other next. Uh, They get plenty of me time because while you're apart, you get a lot of time Uh, to spend on yourself and and your academics, your sleep, your self-care, all of that. And you also get the satisfaction of knowing that your relationship is more than physical, which is important in any long-term relationship. If you'd like to see the link to this article, check out the Big Q Facebook page. If you have any stories that you'd like to share with us or uh, any questions or comments or even criticisms of our podcast, please send us an email at bigqpodcast at gmail.com. That's bigqpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, this is a production of the Markula Center for Applied Ethics here at Santa Clara University. Uh, We're so happy to be bringing you the Big Q podcast, talking about all sorts of ethical issues on campus. If you are currently in a long-distance relationship and looking for a little way to make your significant other smile, um, try sending them a voice message. I know we usually only accidentally do it in the middle of class, but it's a nice way to let them hear your voice in the middle of the day, maybe when they're at work or or after school or something like that. If you're lucky enough to be heading home this Thanksgiving break, uh, spend time with your families. It's always a good time. Also, if you're thinking about having that turkey dump conversation, uh, some tips. Hopefully you pick these up throughout the podcast. Try and have a preliminary conversation before the breakup uh, so it doesn't come out of the blue. Also, 
try and make this a face-to-face interaction because they do deserve that kind of respect and dignity. And to those having this conversation, best of luck. It's really difficult and not fun at all, but you can do it. Music today is brought to you by Poddington Bear. This outro is Saunter. Please enjoy. Thank you.